Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Genrerama Comedy Edition. I don't like it. It doesn't come off as flow out as well as I play. I got to figure out a better way to pitch that. Um, this is Middle Row, the podcast, Genrerama Edition. We pivoted the podcast a little bit last week after realizing there's not going to be any new movies to watch for a very long time and running out of movies in our flashback idea. So yeah, suck it, Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> what about a what about that one Riz Ahmed movie coming out? We might do it. Like a Sound said, of Metal. Sound I'm of really metal. interested in that. I'm surprised we didn't do that Netflix one, the uh oh, Over the Moon. I vetoed that. I know oh. nothing about it. Um CG animated mm. Netflix movie. We still plan on doing episodes of Middle of the Row the podcast with a number when a movie comes up that we all agree we want to talk about. But in the interim we're going to pick a genre. And I don't know if how strict we'll stick with the other ideas we're, we're throwing around, like adaptations or remakes as our next one. So it's not necessarily, is that a genre? That's not really a genre of film. But um, we're going to have a theme that connects us four movies that each of us picks one. And this time we're doing comedy, as you might know from the last episode, which was on Bridesmaids, picked by Lauren. And this week we're doing a pick by John, and uh, that is a film that each of us is going to describe in eight words or less, starting with Ben. Three friends try to get alcohol. Chaos ensues. Yeah, he made it. Lauren. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, White (laughs) teens get drunk and survive the police. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'll go next. Um, good guy hangs out with douchebag. That's all I got. <laughs> John. So I'm going to cheat for mine because of course it's only the second episode. You're already cheating. Well, because not not within the word limit, but within I'm going to I'm going to kind of cross over and do a Venn diagram uh, by also saying my favorite quote, which is eight words or less. And my favorite quote is. One name? Who are you, Seal? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Is that the best person they could have picked for that joke? No. (laughs) With one name? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) If he would have said the artist formerly known as Prince, would that have been a good joke? I don't know. Um, Like Cher? Yeah. The film? We need... (laughs) No, I... No, Seal... <laughs> I mean, the, seals we'll random. Later. It kind of, but I there, kind of there's so randomness. many times where this movie just hit me with some randomness like that, Lauren, where I just died, where I was just like, oh god. Yeah, Madonna is too obvious. <laughs> Got to go. With they might have written this. Oh, the movie is super bad, by the way. Um, they might have written this movie, <laughs> but it's also called Super Bad. <laughs> Nobody thinks it's super bad here. I think. Um, uh, we don't know yet. <laughs> oh, super, super bad might be like, you know, sl- it's like slang for cool. So when they wrote this movie, I am hip and with it. Seal was probably this pretty we just hot. Start calling, saying bet a lot. I've recently discovered the youth saying bet a lot. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The, 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 new, the new thing they're saying, no cap. It means, what? it means not, it means no lie. I have no idea how cap when to make no became lie, but that's what they say. So, no cap just sounds like a bill warning to me. <laughs> the only place I heard that 
ever was when Paul Rudd was doing that like weird tweet about like wearing a mask. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> trying to be a cool kid, which is fucking hysterical. <laughs> but now I understand he meant no lie. So thank you for uh explaining that, John. <laughs> no problem. I have a better understanding of that now. Also, Paul Rudd, feel free to come on the podcast whenever no. you would like. <laughs> I did it, guys. Um, I did it. The elevator pitch for this movie. Actually, I think Ben's eight words was pretty good for it. Three friends try to get <laughs> beer and discover more deepness to their friendship. Well, two of them do, I guess. One of them feels kind of shoehorned in. We can get to that later. But this was one of your classic all-in-one-night movies. Um, there's been many of them. Days to Confuse, American Graffiti, uh, more recently, Book Smart, and I'm sure plenty of more. If it's a genre that is usually contained to the high school blockers, blockers, blockers. is that one? Underrated? I almost said 127 <laughs> hours. I can math, guys. <laughs> 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 but the idea of like our after hours—that's another good one by your clerks. guys' favorite director, Martin Scorsese. I guess Clerks doesn't really. Does Clerks fit? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I would say so. Yeah, kind of. Uh, I, mean, I still haven't seen Clerks. Limited in scope. Uh, Mallrats can kind of falls into that as well, but uh, that's right. Or that's like, but that's like a day. A yeah, day. yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess it, it. It's yeah, but it's, it's still it's twelve in hours. Same. It's the Nick and Nora's Infinite fans, Playlist. So. Yeah, uh, I haven't seen that one. Um, I haven't seen that one in ages. What? The I feel like that would fit right under Zach's. General thoughts on this one. I still like it. I still laugh a lot. I think Michael Sarah is fucking incredible in this movie. I think uh... it. It gets a little disagree. off when they bring in the cops and the McLovin stuff. It, you can really feel the film like really grinding to try to reestablish itself, I think. And while there's plenty of good stuff from there on out, it feels much more episodic than like a like a story of Evan yeah. and what is uh, Seth? Seth? Seth, I think. Seth, yeah. yeah, Seth. Oh, yeah. Since they're the, the writers and creators mm-hmm. of the movie. So, still really enjoyed it. Laughed a lot. I I think Michael like Michael Sarah. If he would have been nominated for an Oscar for this movie, I would not argue with it. I think he's. I would wholeheartedly it. argue with Ooh, that. Yeah, I would strong disagree. Like, not terrible, but like, I would argue like the biggest moment he he would have in this movie is when he's at his worst. Um, which is the, you know the which is in all these movies the big fight where the friends like have that falling out before they, you know, reconvene later. He's, like, not mad at all. It's just, like, he's just stating facts, like, at, you know, who's, like, seems composed and I, I don't know. He like, seems to be yeah. seeping pretty with mad. anger. I mean, he my... did just yell at Seth for wasting three years of his life. Yeah, I... But he didn't yell. It was just, like, he's talking at, like, a... I mean, for him, it was practically screaming. <laughs> and I, That's fair. And I think... That's fair. Like, Zach... I like when you said that. I initially was like, "Okay, Zach, <laughs> Zach being Zach, everyone, like <laughs> someone pull the alarm." Um, but now that you say it, I, I don't think I disagree with you because it, it came off so naturalistic and relatable in a way that still holds true to this day. I feel that I think it is worthy of some accolade. Yeah, I wouldn't give him an Oscar, but I did enjoy his performance. I didn't say I would give him an yeah. Oscar. I said if you he said was nominated would, okay, for an Okay, I would not nominate him for an award for this movie, but I still enjoyed his performance. Like, okay, here's but what we're I'm already saying. skipping Mo- ahead categories, guys. Come on now. <laughs> if if Melissa McCarthy McCartney was nominated for her McCarthy. performance in Bridesmaids, I, like Michael Sarah. 
Yeah, let's just go ahead and say now that John and I have flipped places between last week and now. (laughs) (laughs) John or Lauren, general thoughts on the movie before we keep moving ahead. Um, uh, I enjoyed... When's the last time you had seen the movie? Probably a decade, if not more. Um, So I'm trying to word things in ways that don't jump ahead in our categories now. You can jump ahead a little bit. I'll just say that like half of the movie I don't care about anymore. Like... Uh, what's his face? Mince Platts. What's his first name? McLovin. <laughs> Christopher Mince Platts. His um, yeah, McLovin's whole side. It's like I don't really care about that story as much now. I wish we had more time yeah. with Seth Rogen. Not Seth Rogen. Seth, Seth his namesake, Jonah Hill, Jonah, Jonah Hill, Hill, and Michael Sarah. I would have appreciated to spend so much more time with them, just being friends. Like, it's hard. It's impossible not to compare this movie to Booksmart now which I rewatched right before watching this. And mm. you you just get to see those two having so much more fun together. And like, they, I mean, they have that in the beginning of this movie as well, but just so much penis talk and just sex and everything mm. that I don't care about the first 15 minutes of this movie, basically. Though I will say that it did get me hooked as soon as we got to the like flashbacks of him and all his dick drawings. It's like, that was my favorite <laughs> that part of the was movie. fantastic. I, I had forgotten about that. I don't know. I just wish we had gotten to see more of their dynamic together. Like they, what you get to see of them at the end of the movie, I wish we had gotten more of that earnest, just love for each other in the beginning. It was more performative in the beginning, it felt like for me. I don't know. So I still enjoy it overall, but like half the movie I don't care about anymore, really. I would say it's about a third of the movie. That's fair. And I, I generally agree with you. Like I like I said, like McLovin's funny when he comes in. He's, he's good mm-hmm. and oh, funny. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's just not what I want. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) To me, to me, it feels like padding. It's like the movie wasn't long enough, and they're just like, "What if we just throw in this other arc, this other character?" Mm -hmm. It's a a two-hour movie. They could have just cut all of his stuff, and it would. I mean, that is Judd Apatow for you. Technically, this was directed by Greg Matola. Did he just produce it? Yes. Okay, I know facts, guys. Don't worry. (laughs) John. John. Wait, did Ben already go? I'm already. I don't know. Ben went. (laughs) I um, did. I think yeah. he just chimed in for you in your section. Oh. Okay, Ben, go. Yeah, suck it, John. <laughs> well, if you want to go first, John, go <laughs> no, ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Um, I think it's still good. I uh, but it just I don't I don't I didn't enjoy it as much as I did before. Like Zach, I laughed a lot, but it definitely feels um weaker than I remember in places. Like uh. Jonah Hill's character is just an absolute shitbag. Uh, I, he's just not a good friend, and like you know, you're supposed to, so you want to like root for him, but he makes it so fucking hard to do that. And like you guys said, the the side stuff with uh, Minplaz and the the and Hater and Rogan is just it's funny, but it just feels out of place as a whole. John, now you can go. Um, yeah, so I, I want to also preface this by saying I, I go long periods of time without watching this movie because the first time I saw this movie was such a memorable and a, and just meaningful experience for me because I was seeing this film with, uh, ironically enough, um, a lot of my guy friends in high school, a majority of whom were actually, um, friends I knew through, a Bible study that I was a part of in high school. 
Um, <laughs> and I remember a lot Santa of laugh. <laughs> and a lot of those guys, I am, <laughs> I am still really good friends with to this day. Shout out to Deuce Town. But I remember that oh, you guys sound like a bunch of douchebags. <laughs> uh, it's not. Zing. Dude, the, the name Deuce Town actually comes from a very like a wholesome interaction, Zach. So how dare you? I'm sure it does. I'm sure it does. <laughs> Has to do with tennis, so jokes on you. No jokes on but. you. We're now referring to your friend as Douche Town. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I remember sitting at the very beginning, right next to my friend Tyler. Shout out to Tyler specifically. What? No nickname for Tyler? Oh yeah, we call him. Well, we call him a lot of things. We call him uh, <laughs> T Whirl, T Shirt, T Cup. T-Whirl, are you giving him swirlies? What is this name? No, no, that, that's like a that's a play on his last name. Uh, T-Booty, that evolved to just booty. Yeah, so he, I think what we've learned is you and your friends are terrible at nicknames, but carry on. No, 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 I would argue. I would say we're the best at nicknames. Um, but I remember sitting next to that, and within three minutes, me and Tyler were nervously looking at each other being like, why are we watching this movie? And five minutes after that, we were grasping onto each other for support because we were keeling over laughing so hard. <laughs> um, and so, like, that being, like, my first interaction with the movie, like, I, I go years upon years without seeing it because I'm afraid it won't hold up. And I think especially in an era that's become way more socially conscious and especially way more sensitive and... Um, vigilant against like misogyny i was a i was very afraid that this movie wouldn't hold up but i actually see it now as kind of like yeah it's got the buildings wrong and the excuse me and the aspect of friendship and like the dissection of that at the high school level or at the the late adolescent level but i also actually think it's kind of a criticism and critique of toxic masculinity and sort of specifically its effect on high school level adolescence um and and so it through those eyes i i i did appreciate it more um i think i love the friendship i think it's so naturalistic and effortless um i get what you're saying lauren but at the same time there's like this inherent part of michael Sarah's character is so likable that like you inherently trust that some part of Seth has to be good because otherwise there would be no reason why he'd be hanging out with this dirtbag. Um, be prepared for my hot take. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, and yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just, it, the dialogue is general thoughts. It still works. Yeah, it still works. I will say, I okay. think I am. And that's not, I'm not sure if this is, as new of a subject matter but i am way more uneasy of as graphic depictions of teenage sexuality even if the actors and actresses in and of themselves weren't teenagers except christopher mintz bloss who was 17 and his mom had to be present for the recording of that <laughs> scene which oh man wow oh man <laughs> um and so that, yeah, that makes me feel kind of uncomfortable, but I also think that, like, some of that stuff is done actually kind of well because it kind of, again, deconstructs, like, some of the pressures and unrealistic and unfair expectations of teenagers or that could be put on teenagers. 
Star rating, John. Four and a half still. It's it it maintained Ooh, it for me. No. Wait, I thought it was your favorite comedy like of all time. It is my favorite comedy of all time. I mean, all fairness, four and I and gave Bridesmaids like four okay. and a half to five. So <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm four. I cheated. Ben's three and a half. Lauren, I'm, what are you? I'm three, probably. Okay, we just worked right down the line there. Yeah. Like I said, John and I flipped places between last week and this week. <laughs> um, his new nickname is Jayon, just so you know. Um, Jayon. Right. <laughs> no, I've actually, uh, I've, I've been spelling it. Um, shoot, I forget why this came up, but like someone was asking me my name at like maybe the grocery store, or, like not the grocery store, at like fast food place or something like that. And I told him that recently I saw someone try to spell my name J-A-H-N. And I was like. I, I wouldn't have. That been, feels intentional. I like, yeah. I was like, I I didn't know whether or not they were trying to make it more exotic because of my appearance, and I I think I tweeted this out too. Yeah, I was like, Jan, very exotic. I I would have been on. I would have been more. Uh, I would have been more offended for their like white ignorance if I was not also impressed by how badass I thought it looked, and so. <laughs> So I've I've changed I've changed it on Twitter to J A H N A T H A N. Lauren says she has a hot take for hot takes theater. Oh, just Evan's a garbage friend. <laughs> wait, I don't know if that's a hot Evan take. Is or Seth oh wait, Evan. Seth is. Oh, Evan? Seth is. Oh. First of all, oh, no, that, if you have that big a of a take. problem with your friend, say something. Don't come out three years later and say that you wasted your life because of him. It's, but like that's not even the part that I have the major problem with. It's actually how he treats um, McLovin or Fogel. It's like he keeps telling mm-hmm. him to shut up every time he talks about the college stuff and everything. It's like he might not be the worst of the two, maybe Evan and Seth, but he is a horrible friend to Fogel, and Fogel deserves better. No, that's a fair point. No, I think do you we want, only yeah. get a couple glimpses of that. He does it and like yeah, but when you only have like a handful of scenes together, half of them is yeah. him telling Vogel to shut up. <laughs> but it's like he also defends Vogel, but yeah, it's also like he 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 seems bothered by Vogel at all times. Yeah. Where it's like Vogel, he's just trying to be helpful. The only time he know? tells him to shut up is because he does it. It's a not couple because times. he's saying something. It's not. It's what he's talking about, not because he's talking. That well, how about you just be a better friend and talk about it so you don't have to keep berated some berating someone else when they try to talk about the future. <laughs> yeah, and my like I want to go back into how Seth is just such a shitbag cuz it's like if 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 I don't think he's uh, a shitbag, he's just Evan, very upset right but now. Evan felt <laughs> Yeah, but if Evan felt the need to like hide that he's going to be rooming with somebody that they know like it's like, what kind of controlling asshole is he? Yeah, but also, Seth knew the fact for three weeks and didn't yell at him about it, so clearly he was overreacting by not yeah. saying something to Seth. Yeah. It feels Still, weird just... having that, because I think that does help the movie. You know, like, it does help Seth's case, but that's like in it the does, last five minutes of the movie that you find yeah. out that this is why he might have been really mad and annoying with him lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the whole um, movie he's upset. So Yeah. I can't judge him too harshly for maybe but, being short tempered or something in, from time to time. <laughs> but while watching ninety five percent of the movie you think he's just being a jerk. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. this is uh, a rewatch. Yeah. We know better. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't until the end. I'm like, Oh yeah, that's yeah, the I'd, thing they do. <laughs> I had forgotten too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I did forget that little fact detail too. I don't know. I'm just used to having people in my life with bigger personalities than me, I guess. Um, My hot take, what I think I already shared was, um, and it just came off the top of my head, was, hey, Michael Sarah could have been nominated for an Oscar this year. <laughs> Tell me he's not better than Tommy Lee Jones in The Valley of Ela or Johnny Depp and Sweeney one. Todd, the demon barber of <laughs> Fleet Street. Yeah, I don't, um, I just, the problem with Michael Sarah is just that his though, performance so. is so muted that people probably forget it, honestly, in comparison to things like that. But it's like, there's so He's many little so things much, he does. Though. Like, wh- yeah. my, one of my favorite beats with him is when he and um, the uh, the girl he likes, when they're walking in the same direction and he just speed walks away to get yeah, like, out of the running. scene before her. <laughs> or just like to where he's even- going. Or even his face when the fight is happening at the house party and he gets mm-hmm. like clobbered by all the people and someone's like, hold him down, Jimmy's brother. And he's like, what do you mean, hold him down? <laughs> yeah. Like, he had, yeah. Like, I'm definitely watching and I definitely appreciated everything he did, but I wouldn't say it's necessarily a memorable performance for me. I also love the singing dialogue- scene. That was a good one. I think the dialogue itself is more memorable than the performances, I would say. Yeah. I think it was, I was reading the trivia and they were actually talking about how, like on the set or something, they kind of thought that Michael Sarah was being a bad actor just because of how muted he is emotionally. And then it wasn't like watching it back later. There was like, okay, he is actually doing something with what he's given. It's just. That's one of my, one of my favorite things I saw on the internet. Um, a couple of years ago was somebody somebody was like do you guys think that michael sarah just accidentally walked on a set <laughs> and they cast him in the movie and he just he just went with it and he's been doing that for years yes. like he's he's too deep now he can't he can't get out he can't tell him guys i wasn't supposed to be i mean yeah here. he can get out considering he <laughs> hasn't been getting cast in anything he was in molly's game i haven't seen molly's game but he was in yet. molly's game but for a while there he's i don't think good he was in, in much but that was like that was like three years ago, wasn't it? Jesus, I don't know how long. But he's Feels been like doing he's been doing COVID. Broadway and indie stuff. Oh, that's good. He was nominated for a Tony three I'll years ago. I'll just say ago, I haven't seen ago. him in much lately, for a while. Yeah, he was doing broad. He did a he did Broadway. He was doing a series of shows. He's nice. been um, yeah. He's he's doing what he wants. Rest to of do. development. Yeah, I want to know what yeah, Ben's hot take that. is. He didn't have one. Yeah, oh, I, you don't, don't? I don't really okay. have Yeah, I think set, the only no. thing I've seen him in as of late was the like Lego Batman movie, and that's it. He <laughs> was the he was the only reason I didn't walk out of that movie because every time so Robin came back on screen, I was laughing. Horrible. Before that, I horrible, think the last thing we saw him great in was movie, This Is the End. Movie. Oh, great in that too. He's um, fantastic in that. <laughs> that was um, I'm a changed person. So yeah. It seems wait, like everybody's pretty Wait, hold on. What about my hot what? take? Oh, do you have one? You have a hot take? I do. I don't think you can have a hot take on a movie you think is the best comedy of all time. Comedy of all time. Um, like, my hot I, take I think is... I had a hot take last week. Yeah, I did. No, I'm just... You did? What yeah. was it? Do you remember? I think it was something to do with um, Chris O'Dowd's character hot. being a bad guy. Oh, yeah. No, that was a good <laughs> yeah. hot take. All right, John, sorry. My hot Jay take on, is sorry. the public was robbed of... The sequel, which is essentially the same movie told from Becca and Jules's perspective. Was this a real thing or what you are saying? That you wish it existed? I wish it existed. Okay. Oh. 
That would have been fun, though. I mean, but we have girl, we have uh, book smart, so. Not all girls are interchangeable, Ben. <laughs> but like all of Jules' perspective would have just been a car ride and getting no, drunk. No, but what I'm saying is like if we had had this sequel, we definitely would not have had Booksmart. We like, did have just... Easy A though, and Emma Stone is basically the same character in both these movies, I think. Except a little bit more confident in control of her femininity. And she barely like a product her in of... this movie. And she also she also has much better parents in Easy A. I didn't I don't I don't know her parents <laughs> in Superbad, but there's no way they're as good yeah. as the ones in Easy A. Um Emma Stone. Never not great. Um Okay. Even as uh, an I'm Asian a changed person. <laughs> She is good in the movie. I haven't actually seen the movie. The I, you guys should check out uh, the 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 second Zombieland if you haven't, because like it really, she really does get to be Emma Stone. I, I Lauren, what movie I, have you not I, seen her in? Aloha. Aloha. Oh, okay, gotcha. It's the one or she the always favorite, gets crapped right? on for because I think she's playing an Asian character. I think you think. should blame the uh, studio and the director, not her. Um, yeah, but it's so I'm a no one person. ever puts the blame where it actually should be. <laughs> she also filmed that before people started caring about that. And then she happened to be like one of the first sacrificial people for like, yeah. why did you take this part? I think she successfully only played very white people since then. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, like one of the I know you loved her so much <laughs> in um, The Help, her character. <laughs> No, I, she's fine in the help. It's uh, no, I know. What's her I just face? remember you talking about. I think it was like the white savior element to that one. No, yeah. So it's like That's a lot of her great. movies. She has a lot of roles. It feels like where it's like she just gets shit on so much for them. Like that La La Land just gets crapped on all the time. She saved Jack. Oh, La La Land's so. I good. still haven't seen it yet, and I'm scared to because I don't know if. <laughs> Like I just feel like there's so much weight around that movie now that I can't watch it. They gave Octavia Spencer an Oscar because she makes a shit pie, guys. That's um, not the only reason. <laughs> it's just the biggest. No. I'm a changed person. I think everybody's kind of. I don't. know. Lauren seems like the only person that might have. Yeah, I. Did your when opinion it first change it a came lot? Out, over I really liked it. Now I'm just yeah. kind of like I was bored through like a lot of the movie, honestly. Especially I will the end. Say, I was just waiting for it to end because we go back to the cops after we got rid of them finally. <laughs> I mean, I, I went down half a star on yeah. this. I wouldn't um, call that a change. But not like, yeah, it wasn't like, oh my God, drastic. Yeah. I, I will say the part that did change for me is my sensitivity to um, the depiction of high schoolers in very explicit like sexual situations. Um, which again, I mean, I'm, I wouldn't call that explicit. You should see, hey John, on. you should see the cure for wellness, where you get to see a sixteen-year-old naked. <laughs> the actress is not sixteen, but it's still really uncomfortable because her character is. Oh <laughs> yes, okay, yeah. Well, that movie's terrible in general. Uh, so. Zach loves it. Good movie. I did not like good it. <laughs> I think it's pretty good movie. Fire. <laughs> um, it could have been great if it had a better lead actor and a better story and a shorter runtime. Yeah, like again, I think it's and that's not to say that's a topic that doesn't deserve its due diligence and its its exploration because I think especially with that scene between Evan and Becca, like I think more so now than previously, like it really hit me where it's just like this is not a good experience like he doesn't know what's going on she doesn't know what's going on like it's just 
this isn't how it should happen. And I think <laughs> it was more apparent to me, I guess, now that I'm older, that just like this film was like very much trying to be like, yeah, that isn't how this should happen. Um, which is, well, it I mean, doesn't, it, which it's is, supposed to play yeah. super awkwardly and mm -hmm. just weird. <laughs> yeah. But even more so than like super awkwardly, like the idea that like no one's first experience should be like, and no one's like interest or pursuit of someone should have to be influenced by like intoxication or any, or consumption of like substances mm -hmm. or whatever. And so like, I, like I really appreciated that take, but at the same time, again, they're portraying high schoolers. And then even with yeah. like Christopher Mintz Plass, like again, he was 17. So what are we supposed, are we supposed to act like it doesn't happen? We can, no, we it, can it, add this to my to hot take. Where now I'm starting to feel like Evan's whole thing is kind of predatory, where it's like he has to get drunk to get with this girl. It's like, how about you just don't do to that? To his credit, he yeah. only does it because the girl tells him to. I don't and think that's he even credit, says, says, you know, here's to respecting women. Yeah. So, you know. And he says, like, isn't that's that taking advantage? And and his her friend tells her, like, no, no, like not if you're drunk or whatever. And it's but I feel like he knows the answer to that question anyway. Yeah. When they and that's but where goes, they ultimately land. Yeah. So it all works out yeah. in the end. Yeah. Um, but why? Oh wait, I skipped one. Uh I skipped two. Let's talk about that ending. I don't think there's really an ending to talk about, but I do enjoy the final scene. I mean Yeah. I, I don't think Emma Stone would want to have anything to do with Seth ever again. But everybody's really good in that scene. I also think you um, could probably wash vomit out of a comforter, but that's just me. Yeah. <laughs> you had to have a reason to bring him to the mall. Yeah, and she's trusting this girl who we they may or may not be friends to buy her a new comforter. It's like, what if she gets a really ugly comforter? Yeah, it doesn't go with the rest of the exactly. room. Exactly. She just, yeah. Okay. Better get a gift receipt on that shit. <laughs> performance prize. Again, the rules of this, we only give one award for either the best or the worst. Uh, one or the other, and we can see if we can come to a consensus or not. Um, you know where my best performance lands. Um, yeah, like, but I don't so think I don't, any. Would you? Yeah. Do you, who's your favorite person in the movie? I mean, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill, interesting. I, I think mean, he's, he's good. He, I think he's, he's good. The funniest, he's Seth like, is, Seth he's sucks, the funniest character but he's in the good. movie. Yeah, he's like hysterical. Mm -hmm. Out of all the comedic beats, like his are always the ones that like hit the most and like hit the hardest. I guess had me laughing the most. Yeah. I feel like I always have a soft spot for um, Bill Hader. I mean, he's he, great for sure. He, in this. He's like the most problematic character in this movie, though. I'm not saying I like his character. I just like yeah, him I know. As a I mean, he's good. He's good. But I feel like he's gotten so much better. Mm -hmm. I yeah, I just always get sense. excited when I see yeah. him in something. So yeah. Have Have you seen uh, this? John suggested this too. But have you seen Barry, Lauren? No, I need to watch that. Oh my gosh, on Barry is so good. I was <laughs> yeah, I was going that's... in with zero expectations, being like, I don't know if this is gonna be any good. I was blown away. That's that's where like Hater went from like a great actor mm -hmm. to fucking incredible for me. I still always like, love him so in Knocked good. Up, <laughs> not Knocked Up. Uh, uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah, yeah. Like Zach said last week, you guys need to watch Skeleton Twins. Oh, I've I've Skeleton. seen that one scene from Skeleton Twins plenty of time. That's not seeing the movie. <laughs> um, it sounds like we're gonna be tough. Someone's gonna have to give in someone real hard to give it a best award out. 
John, do you have a best? Yeah, the best performance was clearly Joe Lo Trulio as Francis. <laughs> <laughs> what a dominator. What a what a just good-natured yeah. elevated spirit. I was, yeah. I totally forgot he was in this and I was like, "Oh, it's Boyle. That's so great." You know, hey, if you, I had to do pick you know one a guy named Jimmy, you look like his brother. Oh or Mick Boyle. No, Boyle. Yes. Yeah, Boyle. I don't know if I had to pick one of I'd probably actually give it instead of Bill Hader, I'd probably give it to um Jonah Hill just cuz he has to carry the movie so much. Mhm. I, I mean, don't think I could be Vinced, and he's the best. Though. The pro- like, yeah, the- Zach. I think I'm gonna have to side with Ben and Lauren on this one, actually, because like he's playing such an over the top character, and that type of persona can get old really quickly. But he just has so many lines that which I will save and for his, that section. And his delivery, which yeah. is incredible, and even the one line I'll spoil, which is when he's explaining to him like the the thing at the convenience store, and he stops mid sentence with no breath. It's like, hey, can you get this for me? Like it just like, <laughs> like that part just makes me die every single time. <sighs> Sorry. Yeah, I'm, I just I'm love a... seeing him get hit with things like cars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot that that happened twice. Yeah. I think I read That's in the trivia that uh, Seth Rogen's dad is the one to throw a baseball bat at him. It might have been at a stunt double. I don't know, but whoever whoever threw the bat, that was Seth That's Rogen's awesome. dad. Um, so you guys want to give a best, not a worst, it sounds like. And it's going to be Jonah I Hill, I guess. I can't think of a bad performance off the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, you could argue the girl that McLovin's going for is pretty terrible. Well, she's not given anything. No. Yeah, but she's also not good at all. She credits herself as Aviva. Like, I was just happened to watch the ending credits and I was like, Aviva? Who the fuck is Aviva? And then I had to go back and like look at her credits. She hasn't been in much since. I was going to say I don't think I've ever seen her in yeah. anything. But like to try to like brand yourself as like the single name of Viva. Like who do you think you yeah, are? Who does she think she is? Seal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um do we have any uh, Jonah Well, Jonah Hill wins the best performance prize this week. Woo! But why? Any big complaints or wish things that you wish they hadn't done in the movie? I wish they'd made Seth not such a shitty friend. Um, I wish they had made yeah. Evan not such a shitty friend. <laughs> I guess you can just put it on like, I guess they both should have not been such shitty friends. Okay. Doesn't sound like we have any major complaints here. No, I was too busy looking up Aviva, but why? Uh, <laughs> oh, just the thing I mentioned earlier was I wish we had actually gotten more time of the friends being friends together. Yeah. Like, Again, so much yeah. of Booksmart mm-hmm. is the two friends together, and this one is just more combative and again Fogel off doing his stuff, which I don't care. Yeah, about. I wish I, 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 yeah, I totally agree. I think that is actually like a bit, and we'll, we kind of we'll talk. We've already been t- talking about Booksmart, but Booksmart's like third play, player, what played by uh, what's her name, uh, Billy Piper? Yeah. Is that her name? No, Billy Lord, um, Lord, yeah. Lord, Billy Lord. Mm-hmm. She, one of the one of the funniest performances of like the past ten years. And yeah, if they she don't was give nominated, her, right? No, they don't no. give her her own like storyline. She just kind of jumps Showed in yeah. to the main one, and great. I think mm-hmm. which I which is a, a better way to handle funny um, overhyped that, 
the kooky but I, but I think third it, character. I think it, but I think that works better for her because she is that kooky character. I don't think McLovin would. McLovin is as, or if not more kooky than her. Him show, but him showing up randomly wouldn't have been as impactful. I don't think. Well, no, you don't do the exact same thing with his character, but you just find a way to not make him as like this, like this side subplot. Yeah, this weird subplot. I actually do have a a biggest complaint, and it's that we needed more dick drawings, even with the credits. Like, is it sad that honestly I wrote that in my notes as well? It's like more. (laughs) I think I wrote. I read in the trivia there were like thousands of dick drawings that um, Evan, the writer's brother, I think drew. Let me see if I can find how many. I don't remember if it's that. It just the says there are 1,000, the, close to 1,000 produced. The Tiananmen Square Shh. one had me dead. None of them were disappointing. Here. Like One of them that made me laugh so much was like, I think there was a dick that had a dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's such a, uh, such a juvenile, but fucking funny yeah. thing but at the same just, time uh, when in that scene where uh the jewels or whatever the her name was, not jewels uh, what becca yeah becca when in she picks flashback. it up i was thinking it's like would i have known what that drawing was of as a child <laughs> <laughs> i don't know I, like it's not it's not my favorite line but a great delivery of just like you know eight eight percent of kids do it or whatever yeah you know? And then they just keeps moving on with the story. Yeah. So you know how many foods amazing. are like, shaped like dicks? <laughs> the best one. Maybe that's why. Not, not that's a weird way to say. It. I was gonna say maybe that's why I relate to him so much because I hold grudges <laughs> like that character does. Like someone copied how I colored a butterfly in the first grade, and you better believe I will never forget that. So yeah, I'm Seth or not Seth. I'm wait, was it? Yeah, I'm it Seth. Was Seth. It was Seth. Seth. Yeah, <laughs> it's too confusing. There's too many Seths. Well, they're technically the same Seth. Um, yeah, I think Seth fair. Rogen was supposed to play Seth, right? <laughs> yeah, point. when they they tried to get it made when they were younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it said something like they wrote this when they were thirteen years old. It's like I can believe that. That's what I'm saying. Seal was huge. <laughs> Batman Forever soundtrack. That's why yes. Seal. If that was a oh, joke in the right. script, yeah. that was, that I seemed, have that. It's like age appropriate. That cassette tape. <laughs> <laughs> um, repeat after me. Most memorable line. Uh, you only get to say one. Oh, this I, is. I think. Oh. I think oh, mine I got... would be. I can't watch porn shot by the Coen Brothers or something like that. <laughs> yeah. um, um, I wrote that okay. one down. It's not my favorite, but I'll say it for you. It's. I'm sorry, even. Or I'm sorry, Evan, that the Coen Brothers don't direct the porn I watch. They're hard to get a hold of. Okay. <laughs> mine is again. It's just Jonah Hill's fucking amazing delivery. It's when McLovin is just talking about. Uh, I don't even remember what he's bringing up. But Seth just goes, that's the coolest fucking story I've ever heard in my life. That's insane. Is it, can I hear it again? Do you have time? <laughs> like, <laughs> like the sarcasm in that killed me. Oh. You get one time. Zach, I can't. I literally can't with this film. <laughs> that's the hardest thing. You can thing. do honorable mentions. Uh, but you have but to even then, like, literally, and exa- you said it exactly right. Give us your right. most memorable. You, you give us one or you can't give us any. Oh, <laughs> Lauren, go while he thinks. Uh, <laughs> okay. Mine is the one I had to Google. I don't think it's on the IMDb page. No, Lauren, you go. Like I feel bad because my favorite quote is from the 
problematic portions of the film, but I love when um, Seth Rogen's character just says, this job isn't, or this job isn't really how shows like CSI make it out to be. When I first joined the force, I assumed there was semen on everything, and there was some huge semen database that had every bad guy's semen in it. There isn't. That doesn't exist. It'd be nice, like in the crime scene today, if the man had ejaculated and then punched you in the face, we'd have a real good shot at catching him. <laughs> John. So it's at the end when he when he when he goes outside to talk to Jules and he goes, Watch your step. I fell earlier today. Well, I was hit by a car. It's a long story. Yeah. Um, He was hit by two cars. (laughs) I think uh an honorable mention has to be given to uh Emma Stone's delivery of what the fuck when she gets headbutt. Yes. Yeah. No. Really my good. my honorable mention was Matt Muir. He's the sweetest guy ever. Have you ever stared into his eyes? It's like the first oh, time I, I heard the Beatles. It. I love that one. Oh my god! <laughs> see that that so that really stuff is why I wish it was the more like I would have loved to see have these guys exp- just create like show all these characters create all these like sweet high school. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It I, it kind of like Twenty One Jump Street kind of. Fills that. I, I guess that gets very high concepty by the end of it too. But I felt like you got to know the the school a little bit more. Like I wanted to meet more of these people. Like when um, Michael Sarah is cooking with his friend, and they're like mm-hmm. just so sweet and adorable. Like, give me more of them. Yeah. Yeah. I love the whole conversation between um, Seth and the teacher where he the keeps teacher, apologizing for cussing, really and then so at the end bad. he just says yeah. like "fuck at her" or something. And I was like. <laughs> Yeah, um, like I would have loved smaller things like that. Just as well. like totally, like it says her class is like pointless <laughs> twice. Like, <laughs> like no when am I ever going to no need offense. to know how to make tiramisu? <laughs> um, like I'm guys, I'm literally like crying just reading through like some of the codes. Like where where I missed where to go. Um, you don't want girls to think you suck dick at fucking pussy. I just I was like. <laughs> Oh, that's clever. Um, but then also, nobody's gotten a hand job in cargo shorts since now. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I also uh, I love the uh, you dropped your dick on her foot, like <laughs> with no. the with the yeah. drawing. There was one in the beginning where he was like, uh, Seth said something. He was like, "I'm so jealous that you got to suck on those boobs as a baby," and, uh, oh, and Evan was just oh, yeah. like, "You got to suck on your dad's dick." <laughs> Yeah, that was a hard cut I, out too. Yeah, nice yeah. Get out of that scene. Um, wait, we got wait one more. And shout out to Dave Franco for his one appearance prior to the blowing <laughs> up oh, of Dave Franco. Yeah. Hey, Greg, yeah. why don't you go piss your pants? That was like eight years ago, asshole. People don't forget. Yeah, that was a great one too. <laughs> I just love the part of that scene where just uh, Jonah Hill just kicks the soccer ball into the stands, and the teacher's like, "You gotta yeah. go get that." He's like, "No, I don't." Or someone just runs away. Yeah. <laughs> Really great kick. Mm-hmm. Fogel, shut the fuck up and take off that vest. You look like Aladdin. <laughs> no, I think it was you look like Pinocchio, wasn't it? No, it was someone no, said Pinocchio before. Oh, okay, both. <laughs> uh, We're going to go to our expert opinions. Uh, oh, hold on. One, one last oh. one. How oh how old are you old enough to what? To, to party? <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, he just keeps, yeah, like, whenever he had something like that, and the cops were just like, my man! Oh, brilliant. Oh, no, also, 
Oh, and again, this I feel weird. I feel terrible saying this because of the situation, but then they but then they immediately turn it around on itself. And it's your cock is so smooth. Yours would be too if you were a man. <laughs> there was a part back in the um where he was explaining how he was drawing all those dicks in in uh Michael Sarah just says something like like man dicks or something. It's just so <laughs> weird. It's like oh, I wish I could remember the exact word, but it was just such a random way to say something where it's like, yeah, what else would you be talking about? <laughs> um, you you know when you hear <laughs> girls say, "Oh man, I was so shit faced last night. I shouldn't have fucked that guy." We could be that mistake. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh this, oh this one oh um. <laughs> well, Jules, the funny thing about my back. That's located on my cock. <laughs> so dumb. It's I so wish I good. had uh, Zoom so I could mute John. All right. Expert Prepare to opinions. be fucked by the long dick of the law. <laughs> no. That was I one of the lines that made me feel very crack. uncomfortable. Uh, expert opinions. Uh, John. John's expert opinion. Hey, John, you up? Did you see any of these sex scenes before the movie? <laughs> no. I. In fact, I don't think... I can't remember something... Like about that, like, and I think to the movie's credit or to the market, the studio's credit, like the way they marketed it, I going into Superbad, and again, Tyler can attest to this. I did not realize it was going to be as vulgar and raunchy as a t-shirt. What's that? Your friend T-shirt? No, Booty. Uh, His name is Booty. Uh, Lauren, doggo download. Is there any Uh, animals? There were no dogs in this movie. Zero out of ten stars. Is there there any animals in this movie? (laughs) I don't think so. Okay. Maybe ben, one of the dicks was like a dog or something. Like in a, <laughs> yeah, probably. Ben, is there any uh, memets in this movie? There's two. There's the people don't forget. And uh, it's two different parts. It's Jonah Hill raising his hands like this in the, like after getting the blood on him. And then the next shot when he says, well, fuck me, right? Uh, is a meme. Like they just put that text on. <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's for several things like if you've been betrayed, if you're just down on your luck, all that, you know. The upgradables. Is there anything that did this formula better? I mentioned uh Days to Confused and American Graffiti, which to their credit are both ensembles much more than this. So it's a little different. But the like one night party movie. I saw that quote too. Um I forget who it was. It was mentioned in the Wikipedia article. I'm not quoting anybody. So, uh, continue and then I'll get back to it. I was just saying, th- those are like the one night kind of party movie. I also think I like Booksmart more than this one. Yeah, that would be a my little pick bit. for sure. Yeah, that was, um, yeah. Like, I feel like the Booksmart is just better in like every way, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, so, my, in a- except the dick drawings. In a more in a in true. a more critical vein, we we trade out the dick drawings for uh, Billy Lord, and I, I feel like that's a fair trade. In a more critical vein, Stephen Harbour of the Hollywood Reporter compared the film to other films with a single day structure, such as American Graffiti and Days and Confused, but said that Superbad doesn't have the smarts or the depths of those ensemble comedies. I have never seen an American Graffiti. Days and Confused is is overrated. Like this film is much better than Dazed and Confused. Super bad's overrated. No, Dazed and Confused is. <laughs> I would I would agree with that too. To which part? That that Super Bad is overrated. No, 
it's good it's good i i i think dazed and confused is overrated um and i don't that'd be false but i don't get the title to your own opinion i also i do i i do want to say i do really like book smart I think Booksmart has some privilege problems that it doesn't very because this movie confront. doesn't. This movie has no privilege <laughs> yeah. problems. No, but I, a black person yeah. couldn't do anything, and anybody. Yeah, let's does get in to this the movie. did this age well section. No, 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 for yeah, sure. Let's... But I think Booksmart tried to confront like privilege in a way, or elitism maybe, and then didn't, and it was just like, oh no, it's fine, we're all okay. See, I don't think it ever tried to confront yeah, it. I don't it just it embraced it. I wasn't it. going for that. And I just, I, and it's like, yeah, I, it's like, you could, you could give, I mean, like you could say Booksmart is definitely like taking a lot from Superbad, but I mean, it just, it, it refines everything to such a, you know, like a mirror sheen. It's so much better, like in every. I, I I will say, I think their exploration of the friendship and the dynamics is a little bit more in depth and kind of more clever like mm-hmm. super super bad i think is a more kind of like naturalistic uh depiction of it whereas book smart especially that one scene at the party where it does like the pan around very very pivotal and moving scene yeah but, where like the audio cuts out yeah it's so good and it's and it, it tackles a lot more like direct like head-on things such as like stigmas around sexuality and uh, sexuality as a teenager especially so you're agreeing it's a better movie especially homosexuality um or same-sex attraction or whatever um no i'm not because the one scene that will again i will not will not leave my head and it, it was a scene that's been like very like wild, like wildly like marketed is the scene of like them breaking multiple traffic laws while run the jewels is playing in the background which i'm sure run the jewels had to sign off on but that, like, I don't know. How many traffic violations were there in this movie? Music? Like, what? Wait, 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 hold on. What? What is the problem with them listening to Run the Jewels? Well, I think. Let's go over the soundtrack for this movie. I just. And I feel like the, the boys in this get up into a lot of pretty dark shit too like i mean everything mclovin is in in this like that no for sure no that's that's completely dude that's like, completely true yeah. i think there's also mclovin like, gets handed a cop gun and gets to shoot it no 100 percent. and i but i will say the, i think part yeah. of that is dealt more for kind of the what's the word i'm looking for the i don't know because i don't know what point you're making <laughs> <laughs> the absurdity of it like the idea of cops even acting this way um and you don't think there's a bit of absurdity with the, is it the also absurd driving, though because like, to... cops act this way sometimes <laughs> Unfortunately, cops you know yeah. you've never seen them like make up a crime scene to fit a certain narrative hmm <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how much of that is commentary versus just of zero, just, probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, I mean, I I think they're. A I little mean, just considering this movie was made like thirteen things, years but... ago, I don't feel like that commentary was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it like the I like I almost kind of was like when they had the like we just want to show you the cops could be cool mm-hmm. too. Well, there were so many things yeah, where he's like. This, by letting this teen, like, you know, feeling bad for cock blocking a teenager yeah. at a party with drugs and alcohol. It's, I, we shouldn't be blocking his whoa. cock. We should be guiding it. Sorry, I had to sneak, I had to sneak that line in. <sighs> and then there was like, there was one part where the cop, it's like, it just felt so bad because at one point he was just like, should I shoot him? It's like, well, at least he asked first. 
<laughs> um, they, I mean, I don't think it's outside the realm of possibility that they were trying to make a commentary on cops are fucking stupid, boys are fucking stupid, you know, like, I I, I think they are Yeah, but that, it wasn't like a commentary about yeah. privilege. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> if Evan was a black guy, he would be dead. Yes. <laughs> I think I think I've said this once before. I think Dope is I think I think I liked as a one day film that's got a lot like a lot of heart but then also a lot of great critical commentary on society. Dope probably is a better film than both Superbad and Booksmart. I still need to see it. I would agree it's better than than Superbad. Dope is good. But it's, it's also like a yeah, but it's also like a very But it's like super different. over the top too. I mean it's like very it's, it can yeah. it at at its worst it's very pedantic for sure. Alright, would recommend I think we got some of anybody have anything else? Like I think we've hit some of the outside John where y'all have a, another one night movie that we like more, it seems like. Mm-hmm. One hundred and twenty seven hours. <laughs> <laughs> Lasting Impact did it age well. We were kind of just discussing that <gasps> as well. Deep Blue Sea is a one night movie. <gasps> it is. <laughs> Don't recommend that movie over this one. I do. <laughs> oh, John, how did you feel about that nice Charlie's Angels reference in this movie? Did that upset you at all? Oh my gosh, that was a great line too. <laughs> it's full throttle, Charlie's Angels. <laughs> in all fairness, John hasn't seen that one. Guys, Michael Sarah, just so good. Okay. And lasting impact to age, yeah. I again, I think we covered. I mean, both it of these. spawned like like a subgenre in a sense. Like I don't think so. I mean, this was it's genre, always, this just happened like to be. Been, it was yeah. just the latest in the genre, and it yeah, was, had I been feel a while. Like it's, you could you could argue Harold and Kumar inspired this movie, if anything. Oh, Harold and Kumar came before yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah. Huh. Which yeah. itself is just a stoner road movie. Like, I mean, this is like been done multiple times it was just a really well done version of it and it had been a while since they had had one like that been a while been a while bonus rounds (laughs) let's see if there's any bonus rounds uh i already had my crazy oh brother opinion um wait what was your what was your oh brother opinion oh the michael sarah thing uh, as a brown guy, uh, there are none in this movie. No, there's so one. There's one. On <laughs> it was the guy with the afro. Um, oh yeah, yeah. At the, the guy party, with the afro. There was a guy at the. There was a. Actually, that's one interesting thing we didn't talk about. I think that one of the best things this movie does is show the dichotomy between like what a college party feels like and what a high school like the energy of the two. Like they've they're. They feel so out of place at the high school, yeah. the college party, and it's not just because they're younger. Like they just have no idea. They it's what their expectations of what like a party yeah. should be like versus the chill hangout vibe that college parties just are. Mm-hmm. I, I I I think that was actually something that was really really well done in this movie. Chill hangout vibe. There was a dance floor. It's too much for me. <laughs> Can't stop the girls with. The- we didn't talk about the period blood, yeah. which was quite a shocking and hilarious yeah there was scene. there uh, was a second where i was ugh. just gonna have carrie over my shoulder for this. <laughs> <laughs> hey we're blood brothers <laughs> uh, uh jonah hill's reaction when he realizes what oh, it yeah. is is also great <laughs> oh, 
and the guys are just laughing actually zach that in and of itself should have gotten him a nomination as well oh my gosh that i was dying (laughs) (laughs) i was just like boys (laughs) (laughs) any other is there anything else i guess i guess we need to add another little section like uh is there anything else we missed i I feel like we we could have talked more about um christopher mince platz's performance yeah, because there were certain little things he did, like when he was buying the alcohol and he dropped the or the six pack, whatever you want to call it, yeah. on the ground, and he just throws the last one on the ground instead of setting it somewhere, or just uh, I don't know. There was just little things he did that I appreciated his performance a lot. I think this was his first role, I believe. I think so. Yeah. Oh, he tries to sweep the liquid from the beer like with his foot, <laughs> like he's gonna <laughs> yeah. clean it up. Jonah Hill's bit in the convenience, or this the I think it was a grocery store. Like he just had, yeah. Like, the, oh, the fu- what the if flashes. scenarios? Yeah, were yeah, that was also great. fantastic. Would you it, like me? It's like, would you like me to help you? Yeah, with that would it you feels like so out of place. That'd be great. Yeah. It feels so out of place <laughs> in compar- like when thinking about the rest of the movie. But at the same time, I love it so much. But I think it fits yeah. in the first half of the movie. Yeah, because you get that, you mm-hmm. get the Dick scene, mm-hmm. the flashback. Yeah, and then th- then the movie mm-hmm. becomes something else yeah. after that. Like, yeah, I agree. That's with what that. I'm saying. Like, I wish just the first see third, the guy get, first half like, of the movie, his throat gets just slid open. Oh, I know. Enjoy your remaining years. I will enjoy fucking jewels. I will. (laughs) That was great. (laughs) There was also this just a random thing, but at one point Chingy got mentioned in this movie. It was like, oh yeah, that was a person. (laughs) (laughs) What's Chingy up to these days? Also, is a hundred dollars that much for alcohol? I guess I it feel, goes a long oh, way. I feel like it. Does it? If you're buying the worst shit. Yeah. I don't know. Like, they were getting I that mean, gold slogger, <laughs> not gold slogger. No, that's the, the real version. The gold, slick. Yes. Gold, gold slick or something. Uh, yeah. Gold slick. I think that's right. Yeah. In not Mike's hard lemonade, but whatever kind of lemonade. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> kidding. <laughs> Get that sponsorship money, guys. No, they no one would sign off on the movie to allow the oh. alcohol in it. <laughs> okay. John, one last pitch. Since you're the picker, you get the last word on Superman. Great. Um, next week, <laughs> I just I I I I'm trying to find another amazing quote, and the problem no, is your time for quotes is fucking over. I know. And tell well, us why you should still like this movie. Just because of that. Like again, this movie. I am reading quotes and I am crying and tearing up with how hilarious it is. <laughs> I just want to talk about how John said this was a more naturalistic movie, but someone was doing math with a pin. It's like, <laughs> who does math with a pin? <laughs> do you think I just do you think next time John goes on a tangent, you can cut that bit from Super Bad with my my favorite line and just put that at the end of it? <laughs> I I fully endorse this. <laughs> I fully endorse this. <laughs> So that's it. It's still funny. That's your take. I'd be the Iron Chef of pounding fat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jesus. John's done. All right, next week oh we are jumping to a fairly the most recent movie of the three, twenty sixteen, and yeah. that is uh, Shane Black's The Nice Guys, starring Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe. We'll try not to have. We had a conversation about Russell Crowe. We'll see if that happens again. I guess it was on the Gladiator <laughs> episode. I mean, I, I like talking Russell Crowe. I like Russell Crowe, but um, 
This is the... Did anyone see his most recent movie? No, not yet. I'm waiting till it's a little bit cheaper. I yeah. am planning on seeing it. <laughs> yeah. It looks... It looks fucking terrible, yeah. but I want to see I, the, it. The actress in it, I think, is promising, because I think I've seen her in something else, and I really liked her. Well, I mean, it's also got, you know, Russell Crowe in it, so. Did he intentionally let himself go? I mean, he's just getting older, man. Um, well, I mean, was that, he the I one mean, who threw a phone clearly... at someone, or was that someone else? Yeah. Okay. No, that was him. <laughs> okay. We threw a phone at somebody? Aust- yeah. Aust- Australians, man. Like, like a Nokia phone or like a small <laughs> no, iPhone? Like, no, uh, like a hotel phone. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like a rotary what? phone or something, probably. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> he, oh. No, he threw the original Alexander Graham Bell phone. It was very <laughs> controversial. It almost ruined a priceless artifact. You know those, you know those switchboards? He just, he just grabbed one of those off the wall and chucked it at someone. <laughs> The props director for Mad Men had quite a time replacing it. <laughs> the Nice Guys, directed by Shane Black, <laughs> starring Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe. Your is this is this falling into your favorite comedy of all time, Ben? Yeah, but I think it's it's my favorite comedy of all time, not just because of the comedic tone, but it's also like a really good like mystery. It's a really mm. good kind of it's got really good action beats in it. But it is like my favorite comedic duo of all time. Like hands okay. down. That's a good topic for next week. So, yeah. Until then, I'm Zach Oldenburg. You can find me wherever you can find at Zach Oldenburg. Find us at middlerow.com. Rate and review the podcast. Apparently, it does things. I'm Ben Grigsby. You can find me on Twitter and Letterboxd at The Grigsby Bear. You can follow all of us on Facebook at Middle of the Row. I'm Jonathan Rahul. You can follow me on Twitter at Another Rahul J. And you can also follow us on Twitter at Middle of Row. Hashtag no thug. And I'm Lauren Hammond. Jay What? And I'm Lauren Hammond. God, no. (laughs) I'm Lauren Hammond. You can find me on Twitter at Beware of Trees. And you can find us on Tumblr at middleofrow.tumblr.com. Thanks for listening. Go watch the nice guys. And remember, the best seats are in the middle of the row.